0: A production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield,
2: exploding down the sideline. This, yeah! this <laughs> is hanging with the boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now. Your hosts, Nate
3: Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey, hey, it's
4: Monday. And this is a weird day.
3: I tell you what, what, what? what? I'm fired up. This is Uh-oh. a weird week. I boy's
4: outside practicing two days in a row. I thought it, I think I saw some cold I weather. I saw QB1 with some, some gloves on during practice. Twist. I'm pretty
5: sure. Do we need a bucket of Don't quote me on that,
4: but I. I, I think I did. Yes
3: sir, Thanks Look looking up for the Dallas Cowboys. It's a weird
4: week because we're four days removed from football, yet this is our first show. And then we only have two show two Three. shows before the next game. Today, tomorrow, we travel on
3: Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, so we're not doing a show Wednesday. No show Wednesday or no. Thursday. Oh, hold on, hold on, no shows. Hold on. Hold on. You came make your way. Us three can I feed? I can, but
4: my boss told me no shows. so
3: oh, if hey, you want
4: to text hey. Mr. Eagleton now and I'm say, hey. I'm just saying,
3: I'm saying you the close thing to the boss in this house, mm-hmm, though. He the boss boss, though. But I'm saying you the close thing to the boss, though. You sat next to the man. Next door,
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> next door.
4: <laughs> in the doghouse. I hear you, In man. the doghouse. So... We don't really know what to do today because I really don't want to talk about that Bills game. So and it's, Let the fans rule. Let's roll. call us.
3: 888 hey. the number look we going to get colors. rid of. Look at the yeah. colors they
6: got on today. You got what the Giants
3: colors, Patriots uh, colors. Bills, Bills colors on. Bills oh, colors. I got on every Bills color that the Eagles can possibly play and lose to. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what,
4: I did like those Bills uniforms, though. Those look pretty sharp and on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They look good. All right, so while we wait on calls, let's just
3: What go around? No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say let's
4: go around the room and let me go first. Give our thoughts (laughs) of the game and then then we're gonna move on. Because
3: I'm gonna tell you, just thoughts on the game. I want to give thanks to Cole B's. I didn't eat no barbecue sauce this week. Cause of (laughs) you, thank you. That's it. That's all I had to say. That's all
4: you gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Jesse, what were your thoughts on the game?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Don't do it, Justin. <laughs> Listen, me and you are the only two that, that picked the Bills to win on the show. If they didn't win; they cheated. They cheated. No. <laughs> I can't get in no more trouble, y'all. I if y'all
6: want me to be around here a little bit longer, at least until twenty twenty. Okay. All right, Kurt, what you yeah, think no, about that? Nah. Yeah, no more <laughs> trouble. Y'all are supposed to be my brothers, my friends. We got you. No, no. don't save me from myself. <laughs> no, just tell us. Just tell us what your overall I was thoughts disappointed. Yes, yeah, very disappointed. I was disappointed. From top to bottom. Mm
5: -hmm. I sure didn't think good thoughts. Good thoughts. (laughs) I didn't think they'd run over them like that. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't totally shocked they lost, but I didn't think they'd beat them like that.
4: It was just... To me, that was just one of the worst games they've had all the way around, and it couldn't have come at a worse time because you'd heard the talk all week about the coaching staff and all this, and I really thought... During the game, I was like, "Man, we're gonna have to work this weekend because they get rid of some folks." Mm. And then right after the game, they, you know, they came out and said, "Hey, basically we're gonna go win this thing." So I don't know. I'm with you guys. I was really disappointed, and and that was the first time I'd ever seen there was about five and a half minutes left in the game, and the stands cleared out. Mm. It, there was probably seventy five percent of the crowd. Was so that gone. was true. Mm-hmm. I got
3: information. Two as the game we was up watching the game, and uh I got a little thing saying with six minutes left and say, "You can't believe I empty yeah and they didn't show it on t v you know I guess yeah. that ain't good for ratings, but it so that is true Yeah, huh? and it's
4: probably a combination of things they were get they were getting beat, they weren't coming back, it was Thanksgiving, people probably had family yeah. that's the first time I visibly looked up and saw like, wow, the fans like left the stadium, they usually so, they hang out and party and do all that stuff, so so
6: what are you guys' thoughts there was? this whole at the end of the game in the locker room, there was this heated talk, Mm. speech, yell. I don't know what it was to say, you know, to to be certain. Motivational. This motivational whatever from what I'm hearing is Michael Bennett. What do you guys think about about that?
3: As a player, Jesse, I wish I could have got that at halftime or before the game. Mm. But – you know, once you do that at the end of a game, then I get I go home and.
5: It, it, does it resonate though? Do, will players buy into that? For only whatever the bullet,
3: only, only the real players, only the guys that have been giving you that great effort. All the guys the who probably don't need it anyway.
4: Yeah. My question is, <laughs> like, if as a player, and I don't know. Obviously, didn't play. So I asked you but guys. But you played
3: sports, and right. you tried to be. If you tried to be the best, you could always be. No matter whether you A, B, or C, if you've always given the best you could give, that's you know that's what I tell people. You you can call me fat all you want, but when we lined up between them numbers, whatever was in front of me had to go all day. Mm-hmm. So you know, and just you you asked that great question. What, what were you, before you go? What were your thoughts as a professional player? once you heard that type of uh, emotion go on? Uh, A little too late. A little too late for me.
6: And then who it was coming from.
4: That's what I was going to ask you. Do you have a problem with the guy that's only been on the team for three weeks? If you're going to have that, shouldn't that be from your guys that need to
6: step up and need others to step up? You would think so. Mm -hmm. But no one on this team really understands what winning is. Michael Bennett actually won a Super Bowl. Mm, Yeah, Mm -hmm. He's been to... He's been deep into the playoffs. He's been to the promised land in the terms of of what you want in in football. A lot in his career. So if you would want it to, you would think like, man, you know, you would think it would be Jason Witten on Jalen Smith. But then you start thinking to yourself and saying, Jason will wear and will don a yellow jacket one day. That's a fact. We all agree on Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. He doesn't know what it means to be deep in the playoffs. 15-year historic career. Sad. He doesn't know what it means. He doesn't know. He did not know what it takes. He doesn't know what it takes to win a Super Bowl, in the sense of you know he says you know the 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 magic in the dirt or, or the whatever's in the dirt. Mm-hmm. He has no clue. He's never been. He's never. And I'm not saying that to shade him. I'm saying as your most veteran guy on this football team, mm-hmm. your most uh, the guy with the most accolades, and who we all will say will be a first ballot Hall of Fame when he hangs it up. For the speech to come from Michael Bennett. This is a guy who knows what the DNA is or takes or you need to get to the promised land. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed that it came from him, but I understood it in the grand scheme of things because, yeah, Jason or Sean or Dak or all those guys can yell and say, man, we could be better, we should be this, you know, da, 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 None of those guys know what it really takes to get to a Super Bowl. Good point.
5: Do you think there was any follow-up then? You know, he had the, the big speech after the game, but then when they came in for that next practice on, I guess it would have been Saturday, do you think there was follow-up? Do you think, or he sh- should there have been, like, hey, we now's the time. We, we've got to kick it into gear or whatever. Or do you think it was just dropped and was that, that was that?
3: You know, you've heard me say on, on this very show, <clears throat> when we were losing, Coach Johnson, you know, he always should hold on to that feeling. And he's and he all let me let me say this. You can only speak to winners. Winners are the only ones that hear. And I'm and I'm being honest. And and your record may, <clears throat> excuse me, your record may not. We can't we don't know who Jesse is as a team, but we know him as a human. Same with you, <clears throat> same with you, Kurt, same with you. Winners listen. Winners can hear, especially when it makes sense for them to take next steps. In your locker room, you will see who cares by the end of the season. You can watch individual players say, yeah. And you can watch some individual players. Now, don't get me wrong now. I know some players. When I played... When we were losing, you'd be like, wow, but when we winning, they got such talent. So you'd be like, man, he he really into it. Those are but those are guys you can't depend on. But if they don't get where they need to go, and we all know where we where everybody want them to be, but you should, with the help of Philadelphia not wanting to win, <laughs> you should you should this should be no problem, man. No uh, problem, This should be no no problem to get into the playoffs? Yeah, to win. To win.
6: Oh, to win. Okay, yeah, okay. to win. This okay. should be
3: no problem. I Minnesota was the game for me. I ain't backing up off of that. Minnesota told me all I needed to know. But now, to prove me wrong or to prove me right with some guys, they just got to finish the season. They just got to finish the season.
5: What, what did you think last week, even before the – Thanksgiving game, Michael Irvin had said, I want to see somebody get angry to let me know that winning a Super Bowl is engrafted in their spirit, and they're not on that path right now. It's not acceptable to, to them. That's what that's what kind of gets under my skin. He was sort of talking, calling out the players for not having the same type of passion, which sounds like what Bennett was doing as well.
3: What Jesse's been saying all year, what you've said at certain times, what he've iterated, it, we, if you believe – that this team is talented, if you really believe that this team is talented, you, you would see that in, in their play. And not everybody, because it used to be pieces. You'd see, you know, okay, this, wow, no matter what happened. See, and I'll give you an example. Since this guy is, is global, you know, it, well, like the United States ain't the world, but I call it my world. Mike Irving, did you ever question when we was 1-15, 3-13. You ever questioned Mike Irvin? Mm-hmm. Never. You never questioned Troy. Even though we was letting him get beat to death and signed him into an early retirement, as, you know, because the offensive line wasn't good always. You you, you never question that. You never questioned Emmett. You never. But some guys, when you look at him, you be like, man, do we really care? Because a coach wasn't going to take Emmett out of the game. A coach wasn't gonna take Michael Irvin out of the game. A coach wasn't gonna take Troy Aikman out of the game. They wasn't having it, man.
6: And see, that, and that's the thing is, do you have enough Michael's, Emmitts, Troys, that are leading this team that people want to follow? Now, I'm not saying those positions are spe- specific. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying enough people on this team like that. That, that people want to follow that that can go out there and be the example week in week out day in day out when you're 3 and 0 or when you're 6 and 6 after a bad loss right like like those are the things that you have to look at for this team the, the biggest thing for this team they lack mental toughness there there is a there is a huge lack of mental toughness on this football team hmm. and and we'll get deeper into it but let's 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 hit some of these
3: I think it was Mike Phones Irvin. calls. Let me say is Michael Irvin rookie, rookie year or his second year. We was playing as a Washington Redskin, Daryl Green, Hall of Famer. And uh we have been teasing Mike all week. Man, D. Green on you. Mike Irvin said, man, he said, Nate, he ain't big enough. I ain't saying he ain't good enough, or he ain't athletic enough, and I don't know what he can do. But Mike had in his mind, when he looked at Daryl Green, he ain't big enough. <laughs> I can't outrun him. I know he's a world class sprinter in 60 meters, but he ain't big enough. And we went to that game, and all he told me, the mic went off. Like he had a great game. And I looked at the game, he looked at me, and we both had our little beers back on the playoffs. I said, yeah, I guess he wasn't big enough. <laughs> I think we lost the game, but that dude that wasn't big enough. You know what I'm saying?
4: All right, let's go to the phones. Antoine and Marilyn, what's up, man?
7: What's going on? What's going on,
4: y'all? What's up, I
7: had a good holiday. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Bills for real because I've been over it since grade back. But I got a good one for y'all. All right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with Jason Garrett. You know what I mean? I think we need something else. But at the same time, I'm a little hesitant because since he's been there, we have drafted very well and built great teams. Now, if he leaves... How is that going to change the way we draft this stuff? It like how much credit does it go to him or Will McClay
3: or Jerry Jones? What I mean, it don't because they draft as a, they draft as a team. It ain't Good question. In, they don't. They draft as a committee. They, mm-hmm. they say it all the time. They draft as the a committee. I think if Will if Will did all the drafting, I think it would be better. I think if Will Will had a biggest say in this round, I think it'd be better. You know. I really do. Him and, him and Mr. Steven, let them do most of the draft, you know.
4: Let's go back to the phones. Our good buddy that we actually got to meet in person last week. Well, I've already met him in person, but you guys got to meet him. Got to hang out outside the show. G from Jersey. What's up, man? G. Hey.
8: What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? A little down, you know, family. We we definitely have a good time at the game, but it was a pleasure meeting all you guys,
3: man. You too, man. Um,
8: Thank, thank you for, you know, spending time with us and, and, and the tour group actually thought yo, I was G, part of Yo, G,
3: man, yo, G, you all right, dog, but I, I, your little girl is what impressed me, man. So <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just was a little upset, man, because you
8: ain't giving one of them sticky bugs, man. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, you uh, G, G, <laughs> let, all
4: right, let me, let me tell uh, you something. I'm
3: glad you brought that up. G, man, so your daughter was lovely, man. You got this, a beautiful here's wife, how man. how this went down, G, okay? how you get fortunate like that, hey, man, <laughs> man to, to have a family like that? Hey, Kyle,
4: Kyle, turn that mic off just a
3: second.
5: <laughs> Here's what happened.
4: So my mom was gracious enough to bring pralines and this mm-hmm. other chocolate candy and this whole pan great. full of cinnamon. You got your mic you turned you. on. <laughs> Look at that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <it was great. laughs> so Nate, he, Nate says, "Hey, give me the rest of them. I'm gonna bring them upstairs." Where's the microwave? We said that we got one up in the break room or there's one in the kitchen. He said, "I'll go upstairs. I'll follow y'all. I'll meet y'all upstairs." Yeah, so court. he takes like. Four or six that are left. Everybody else is coming in, grabbing them. There's like four left of my for me and Nate. So we go out in the hall, we talk to you in the tour group and everything. Nate's like, I'll meet y'all upstairs. We all leave, me and Kurt go upstairs, Nate disappears. He took all of my my mom made these and brought these to me. And he and then he proceeds. To text me all weekend as he's eating them, going, these sure are good. Wife no. sure is enjoying hers while she's getting ready for
5: Christmas. You didn't get one.
4: I didn't get one. And he's saving got
3: the me. one in the corner. You can turn hey, his man, mic I back on. We, back. we got one in the corner. We gonna let it get hard. He's saving hard it just it. to taunt me. So it's over. Take a picture.
4: He's gonna let it get hard <laughs> and then bring it up here so I can eat it. How long is that?
3: <laughs>
8: Hey, man, Kurt Kurt had a couple, too, man. Even yeah. saw how big Nate was. Then she went over to Kurt, man, and Kurt, Kurt tightened up his grip, too, man. I said, hey.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Man. I should have cheered him. No, nah, okay. man. But, uh,
8: hey, Jesse ended up going to Sweet Georgia Browns, brother, off the bone ribs, baby. Good, man. I didn't Good. go to Pecan Lodge, man. But, listen, man, I just I – just, I got a question for you guys, man. Um, you know, at the game, I just saw – there was a, there was a change of pace after the Cowboys' first series, um, where during the first possession, um, Zeke had asserted himself. That running game had asserted himself, which opened up the passing game. And just going back and doing a little bit of research, the Bills' run defense, you know, was ranked I think 19th or 20th in the NFL. I just want to ask one question, uh, one or two questions: Is why did do you guys think we went away from what worked in the first series? And then the second question is, you know, for some reason the NFL put us through the gauntlet over the last five, four or five weeks with, you know, a certain amount of games and a certain amount of days. Do you guys think that the players may have been fatigued? Um, and how many dogs do we have on the team, man? Because for some reason it looked like the Bills were just tougher than us, man. But, guys, thank you, um, and I'll let you guys go. Thank you, guys.
3: Thanks, man.
6: Which one do you all want to take first? We got show dogs. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. We got show dogs. Just just you know what, man, just don't say because you know the New York thing was on this past week. The, the, the National, Westminster. West uh, West Men- Men- we Men- got show dogs. Was it? Yeah, oh. yeah. We got show dogs. Hmm. Big dog, what's up? We got show dogs. <laughs> That's hey, he ain't a show dog. My boy Frederick is a bulldog. He gone. Yeah. We got we got we got we got show dogs. We got some
6: remember uh Philip Tanner stopped by with us last week and talked about we had a group called Alley Dogs, just mm-hmm. just the the <clears throat> the grimiest of the dogs. Yep. Right, we got a couple of those, but we got a lot of show dogs, mm-hmm. the ones that at the Westminster dog show. They're they're high priced and they look good and they're good quality, good pedigree, but they ain't alley dogs. They they ain't the kind that's going, you know. Bites you in the, bite you in the butt, tell your limb off we, we don't have none of those we don't we don't have enough of those so to answer the question, we got dogs <laughs> a lot of them are show dogs a lot of them want to look pretty in a uniform and all that other kind of stuff but when it comes down to the come down, like Nate said, that guy across from me he gonna know he was in for a fight mm-hmm. I don't think guys when they get done with us they don't they don't feel like they were in a fight yeah I was we scuffled a little bit, but you wasn't in a fight. You wasn't in a battle or war. You know, and that could be a part of the problem, too. What about the game plan? Did y'all have a problem with the game plan on yeah,
4: we Thursday? Used
5: to, we used to pre- Elliot, two carries first quarter, he had eight carries eight, for 56 re- yards. And the rest of the game, four. Four for, like, 15.
4: I am not going to lie. When they went for it. <clears throat> on fourth, on their own nineteen, I was like, "They gonna beat the hell out of these guys." This, they are throwing the game plan out the window that we've seen. This is not Coach Garrett. This is a different mentality. And then that was it for scoring. Panicked. I,
3: I, I, I we like panicked. Uh, this ain't about burst. This ain't about whether you got heart. This is about totally. I believe. You got to find a way. where well, Mari Cooper's going to always get 10 or more targets. You got to find a way for Zeke to touch the ball a minimum of 23 times, pass a run. You got to find a way for uh, Blake Jar to have some say, say, some some difference making in this deal and you got to, and then you then and then Michael Gallup Cobb because I'm, I'm naming a tight end that can run up the seam, I'm naming a wide receiver that can do it all, short, medium, and long. I'm doing a running back who I think can do it all. Now you have to find a way to make sure that these people at the right time in the flow of the game. See, I don't, I don't know if our young offensive coordinator has developed that that flow for the game yet. And so, I'm I'm, I'm not going to criticize him. That's the That's that's too easy. But we have a veteran head coach, and we have other people around him that has been in the wars and should should be able to kind of help him be directed. I believe that. You just can't hang him out. You know, you just can't hang a dude for the first time ever. You know, you you, you got, as a coach, you know, Belichick felt, you know, Belichick, excuse me, Parcells, it, you know, he see a rhythm, he feel a rhythm. Run, man, run this ball. Jimmy, if he felt, no, if you got anything that we that, that in your playbook where we can run this thing, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the way the old school dudes do it, maybe it's the wrong way to do it. But if you want to be successful in this league, it, it's a passing league, and you're going to have to be able to throw the ball. For touchdowns, for everything, for chunk, you're going to have to be able to throw the ball. But the better teams in this league are always going to have some semblance of a, of a run game. And at the end of the year, when you come accumulate, accumulate all the yards, ah, wow, they ran the ball more than we thought. And it may not look like it, but they like, wow, they ran the ball more than we thought. So I ain't saying Zeke got to be featured, but he has to have a place in this offense. And Amari has to be featured. He has to be now. Just I need your opinion on this. <clears throat> I agree.
4: Your conspiracy theory is looking better and better <laughs> every day.
3: <laughs> every day.
6: I see why Zeke wanted that money early. He saw it right on the wall. Zeke said, "Let me get my money now because I see the way this playbook going, how he called them plays in this, in the spring, and the summer." Nah, they about to, they about to, they about to x me out of this thing, and I won't be worth nothing at the end of this season.
4: No, so. you, you brought it up. You, you said they panicked. Let's talk about that a little bit when we come back. Got a couple of guys on hold. We'll get to your calls. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys.
9: The Cowboys way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation.
2: Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the Team Hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owner's Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com.
3: Uh, ready? Okay. Give me
10: Cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait. Did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you.
2: Back to hanging with the boys.
5: Underwear, Kurt. Underwear. Tailgating can be sweaty work. The unloading, the grilling, the games of cornhole. Make sure your tail remains sweat-free with Tommy John, the breathable moisture-wicking underwear that keeps you two to three times cooler. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com slash cowboys for 20% off your first order.
4: Go get you some. Mm-hmm. All right. We go for our next call to the motherland, Louisiana. Jersey. The town of Shreveport. Fisher, how are you? Fine, and you guys? Great, man.
7: I just have a couple points. By the way, great show, great show.
6: Thank Thank you, you. brother. Thank you.
7: Uh, All right. uh, First and foremost, uh, can they make a rule about jersey swapping? Can they do that in the town after a loss? (laughs) And second (laughs) of all, uh, do you coach? Is, Is pocket awareness coachable? Because that's the only problem I see with Dak. Other than that, I mean, he'll he he'd be a great quarterback. And, and thirdly, I finally put my finger on it. We don't have no step-up leadership on this team. If we were down like that at home, it don't matter what game it was back in the days. Somebody would be on Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, Charles Taylor would be in somebody's face. And not let this just play out like that. Y'all hit it on the head earlier. I'm going to shut up. Nate, love you. Holly, love you. Kurt, good health. And thanks for taking
1: my call. What yeah. about oh,
7: – wow. wow. I love you about, too. <laughs> I love you too,
4: Fisher. I mean, you're from my home state. Lord, I can't please. even get no
3: love wow. from my home
4: state. He took the honey away Man. from you. I love you too, sir. Okay, thank you, thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh, I, you know what? I bet it is aggravating if you're a fan, especially if you're an old school fan. For real. When these guys get out after the game and you, and, and you get your – Butt beat, and then you're laughing and you're swapping. Now, there's some guys, some guys don't do it. Some guys go straight to the locker room. They don't want none of that that mess. I've seen a couple of guys that have done it maybe once in six, seven years. And that's usually if you're a legendary player and they are too, but I, I bet that is aggravating. But let's go, let's go to, well, it goes back to the thing you talked about earlier leadership.
3: I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, that's him, man. I'm gonna say this one more time, y'all. Yeah. Say it. I'm saying, Amari Cooper has to have ten or more targets. Zeke has to have a minimum of twenty-three touches. You know, because I, I am adding Tony Pollard to the mix mm-hmm. because he is a good receiver, so he has to have those extra three or four touches to get them to thirty as a backfield. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and Blake Jordan has to come to life. I don't know why he don't play. I ain't blaming it on no Jason Witten. Why, why he don't play? Because I found out something about one of my other players I love. But anyway, <laughs> he and then Vague. Michael Gallup and Cobb, when needed, has to show up. Those are next group of guys that we depend on. They have to show up. Let
4: me let me ask you this on Fisher's point of no leadership. You can have you can have a championship team without having vocal outspoken leaders, can't you? I mean can't you have guys that it, lead by it, example that, that are rare. leaders
6: you just don't hear about it? It's
3: rare. It's rare.
6: But what what he said was, you know, back in the day you had guys like Mike who would get up in your face and all those days are gone, fellas. Like that ain't that ain't the way that's the system works anymore, anymore. That's not the way the thing works. These younger guys, they don't take they that will, as constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they when you yell at them, I'm not saying everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the way the game has changed. Guys, now don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. Do you? They don't. They don't look at it like right. that anymore. You don't it's,
4: see coaches like Lou Holtz grabbing them by the face mask and screaming at them. Nah, that's you that's not,
3: lose your job. That you, you and you get beat up. You lose right. your job. <laughs> If that kid swing on you, you'll be the one in the in the portal. Yeah. Get transferred.
6: <laughs> but but it's just it's not the same. It's they don't guys don't reciprocate that, you know, the same as they used to. Right? We saw last night Tom Brady, he kinda laid it to his receivers a little bit, right? Like and he was saying to some of those younger guys.
3: Man, you ain't oh, did you uh, But I'm like, wow. Go ahead on. I'm sorry. I mean, that but but, you, but
6: that's that's Jacoby Myers, right? The, the right. six round pick, and that's the mm-hmm. uh, Muhammad Sanu, the new guy. Whatever, but those guys they ain't gonna buck Tom Brady because you know you know you buck Tom Brady in this in, in that place. You buck you, yourself you, on out of the job. You be finding a bro. new address. But <laughs> I, there is that way of doing things is not the way. Guys aren't receptive to that
5: type of treatment anymore. Mm-hmm. So and how how do you lead then? How do you fill that? Like you
3: just said. Like he just said, you leave by just doing your job and patting people on the back.
4: <laughs> Come on, guys. We're going to go do this. Let's yeah. go do this. this let me, let me tell
3: you something. It goes all the way up to the top. Did you see Robert Kraft and either his son or, or the president? You saw at the end of that game how everything around him was empty? It's like nobody wants to be around the dog, the bad, the big dogs. When things ain't going right, mm-hmm. they just like, oh, let me slip away because I hate for him to take his anger out on me.
4: <laughs> you know, find something that <laughs> I'm doing wrong. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, I, I'm serious. It, it's amazing. That's a great question and that's a great answer because Randy White. The little time I was with him, you know, he would like, come on, fellas. You know, he'd be like, you know, Randy had a funny voice. You know, come on, fellas, and da da da. But, you know, the biggest thing was, boy, he would go out there and make a hell of a play. He would go out there and make a hell of a play, like hit somebody in the backfield for loss. And when Randy hit you, it was ugly because he just crushed it. And uh, that's how he would make plays, man. That's how he would get the team going, you know. Uh, you got to make plays. And then when you make plays, guys, you know, and I keep going back to Michael Irvin, but the most dangerous pass in the NFL is the slant. Five yards and into it—a big old linebacker or some ball hawking safe, depending on how flat you get with it. And my girl, like, "I'm ready." You know, all of a sudden, Troy him with that Mike. So, a guy like me, he's like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure I do something bad in this where we can get Mike on the longer route, <laughs> so he won't get knocked out." And, all, and also, you look at this
6: squad—I think the second or third youngest team in the National Football League. Yeah, all these guys are the same age. <laughs> There's no real veteran leadership in here. These guys mm-hmm. are all 25, 26, 27, and Jason he's 35, 36. And LP, and LP, yeah. right? Showing, to long <laughs> that's what I'm saying. LP is not talking to nobody. He's not saying
3: anything. He do his job and, and, and go back home.
6: And, and Witten's almost the outcast. It's it's yeah. you're the old man in the room, bro. They're not
5: gonna you know, listen to him. Like
6: so it's like much. like you about to be like you know, like it's and that's the thing when Witten stepped away. You gave up all of that. Mm-hmm. Like you gave up all of that authority, all of that everything. Because now when you come back, they look at you like, old oh, man? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Sean Because Shawn they Lee. had success. And, and so th- those are the two... Think about it. LP, Jason Witt, and Sean Lee are the veteran guys in there. All the rest of the guys are relatively the same age between four and five years of each yeah, other. Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. like, "Don't yell at me, bro.
3: No, you don't. yell at me. You ain't been there either. You ain't been there either. Yeah. You got that lazy <laughs> to the room. Uh anyway." Let's go back to the. Oh, let me yeah, say this. Yeah. And, and you know what? When you have a young team, that's when your head coach got to be the face. Jimmy Johnson. Just in two years, got all of the guys that was like 30 years, they were gone. 30 years and older were gone. Me and Tui was the oldest dudes. And Jimmy was the face. What do you mean by the face? Did nothing move without Jimmy. Kind of like what that man doing in New England, did nothing move. Nothing moved. If you th- if you, if, he if was he, the
5: locker room leadership?
3: Yes, sir. And when he, if you're talking about doing something outside outside of football and he got wind of it, oh, he was going to meet with you and ask you, okay, where are you trying to go with this? What are you trying to do? And is it going to pay you more than football? Because as soon as I feel like you ain't this ain't number one, you're going to be doing what you <laughs>
6: Now, and, and I'm being I
3: honest, and I don't want to bring, I don't want to
6: keep bringing Bill and the Patriots into this. <laughs> I be,
3: but you will. But I am
6: <laughs> <laughs> till the end of the year. I don't want to keep bringing this up in here, but they do this like that's how they function in New England. It's okay if you have autograph signings, shows, and all—all all that has to be approved by Bill Belichick,
3: especially during the season. And he'll tell you when.
6: When we break training camp, it's all about football. That's over, right? So if, if 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 it ain't been on my desk about an approved radio show, TV show, appearances, and all that kind of crazy stuff, he's saying because if you're spending time doing that. It's taking away from football. It's taking away from football. And he's like, we got a limited amount of time to get a maximum amount of effort out of you. And so he's like, listen, and, and, and he coached Gronk. Yeah, you notice. Seen, you see what he's doing now. But you notice, Gronk, you never, ever, ever heard anything mm-hmm. that Gronk was doing from, sep- from September to February. Now, once it was all said and done, Gronk let loose. That mm-hmm. wasn't no football then. But go back and look September to February, you ain't hear nothing. And nobody parties or, or is a media like Gronk. No signings, no radio shows, no anything. And that all had to be approved by Bill Belichick because of that very same reason. Because if you're focusing on that, that means football is not the priority.
3: Garrett. It's, but it's a new, and see, like you said, it's a new era, though. I mean, guys coming into football and uh, teams, football
10: have that, so, <laughs> yeah, so teams have promote that. So,
3: yeah, so teams that promote that. So, Depending on where you going, that, that's just a part of that's just a part of the makeup, man. So social media. Dak yeah.
6: made twelve million off the field this year.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. And so media. people feel like he shouldn't <laughs> get paid. Yeah, <laughs> I he mean. made
6: twelve million off the field. Football, in, in essence, football is his side gig. Yeah. Football gave him the platform to go make <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. He made more money off the field than he did on it. Now that will change, mm-hmm. but and even even once he makes that amount of money. The other money that
5: he was making off the field, that's going to go
4: up. Gary, South Carolina. What's (laughs) up, man? Hey, guys. How y'all doing?
3: Great. How are you? Please
4: bear with me. This is my first
3: time calling in. Um,
4: from South Carolina. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Guys, I have been a Cowboys fan for 53 years.
8: Mm -hmm.
0: Since I was seven years old. Um, Back in the day when Landry coached, he was a no-nonsense coach, but he didn't let everybody, he didn't let the fans see that. You had your players that stepped up. I remember the Cowboys were 5-4. and four. Landry went in the, they went in the line, loved the locker room after the game. They lost, and Landry started crying. And I don't know what happened. These guys ripped off, I think, eight, nine games in a row, went to the Super Bowl and won. Beat Miami
3: 24-3. to I remember that game.
0: Um, Jimmy Johnson's team, Nate, uh, you, Stepnowski, um Biggie. Yeah. Y'all set a pace. Y'all hit and kept going. These guys, they're good, they're talented, but they're too finesse. They don't stay on the block. They let guys once, once the brother once uh, that be I mean, not that Zeke, uh, Zeke get through the line. They stop blocking. I've seen some of them go downfield and stay on their blocks only a few times. But we've got the players on offense to take their, to take us all the way. But these guys got to get mean. Our offensive line, they're not mean enough like you guys used to be.
4: Thanks for the call,
5: Gary. What do you say, Kirk, nothing. I just kind of agree. Yeah, oh. you don't think they're mean enough? Well, I think that's been called into question a little bit. I don't know if means, physical, use that word physical, physical, physical. physical yeah. Have they lost
4: any physicality? Were they more physical when they I'm first kind of so. came on this team?
3: Father, time waits on no one, and when you begin to have chinks in your armor where you kind of got a knee here, but you plan playing this way, and all of a sudden you got a hip, and all of a sudden you got a back, and before you know it, you beat up. Mm. And you beat up beyond repair, but this is the deal. What's behind you, you can get both your legs chopped off, and what's behind you can't, stand, can't, can't do what you do, even when you beat up.
4: So an 80% starter is better than a 100% yeah.
3: backup right now. Yeah.
5: It's yeah. always been that way, though. But, yeah,
6: that's never changed.
5: That's, no, that's, that's never that, changed. That's
3: been never that changed. way to the last, what, eight years? A hundred years. Uh, not for us. hundred years. Not when I played. When
5: you played, not your backups when I played. were as good as you. Kevin Gogan was our backup.
3: John Geese was our backup. They all started 16 games and went to Super Bowls. So, yes, we went and got uh Big Baby. Derrick Canard, yes. We had uh, the other guy played with the coach forever uh with Eric Dickerson. I can't think of the old older gentleman. Oh yeah. A pro bowler. Yeah. Yes. But what were emphatic or pathetic? Or yes. We had like eight guys that were bulldogs. And we can lock them in yes. for 16
5: games. That's why you guys were Super Bowl winners. Well, that was the
6: exception. <laughs> That's why you were three
5: and
4: four.
3: Well, you asked me. That's you asked you
5: three me. and four. I had to defend <laughs> yeah.
3: mine.
6: You know what I'm saying?
3: That's why y'all got three
6: and four right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
3: now, I'm not saying every team had that. But what is the biggest What is the biggest letdown in the whole NFL during training camp? And Shannon heard Will McClay say that. It's two things we wish we could get in here. That's a quarter a backup quarterback or some lineman. You hear it every year. Mm. Man, we can't find we, Man, I was watching the game uh the other day, man, and I'm watching Washington State in Washington, and I'm like, I'm looking at the offensive line like, boy, all oh, them dudes stiff. Can't none of them move. They go five feet and fall on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's sad. And so offensive linemen, which we took for granted 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you can't even find it. You can't even find it. Great teams like Notre Dame, Alabama, you used to just produce them like there was water. Can't even find
5: them. Is that because their college plays a little different game? than the- A
3: holding game. Mm-hmm. And they don't get called as much in college.
5: Well, they don't play – most teams don't play that power. No, it's about passing. Yeah. Just, but I'm just a saying-
3: basic pass. The run blocking would get you in the NFL. The, the pass blocking would keep you in the NFL. Because that's what they do the most of. Okay. But guys, rather reach, not even use their feet. They rather punch and grab and try to hold on. But in the NFL, these dudes so fat, they ain't letting you grab them. They, you know, I ain't letting you grab me. So now I come down to your feet. That's what Fleming don't. Fleming don't have no feet, no whatsoever. But he the best. He the best we got over there as the backup.
4: Let's go back to the phones. Rob in Las Vegas. What's up, man? Hey
1: guys this is what happens when you used to have a head coach who was drinking Heineken and guaranteeing wins on national radio to so now a head coach is probably drinking tea and playing Scrabble. I mean, even your owner was crying after the game on Thursday. I mean, this team has just lost its edge. We were talking about show dogs. No play Emphasize that more than on a quarterback sneak. The guy drops the ball at your high-priced linebacker watching him and never touches him. I mean, the only thing missing on his team is attitude. Even your wild child running back now looks like a hippie. He's got nose rings out the yin yang, <laughs> his hair, and he even is soft-spoken now because he got paid. I mean, there is nobody on this team, like like Justin saying, you have no dogs you have a guy that's a rental player calling everybody out they're gonna look at him and like Dude, you ain't gonna be here in a few games i mean it's it's embarrassing and as a fan of 45 years it really is i and i gotta blame jerry and we talk about players when they get paid they get comfortable what about an owner who goes from 140 million to five and a half billion and hasn't done anything in 23 years but but he's he wants to be the John, the John Madden coach. He doesn't want to coach that, you know, like Jimmy. He would go tell Jimmy, stuff. Jimmy's like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks. And he'd walk away and be like, come on, I'm not listening to him. But, well, Jason Garrett listens. And that's why until we get that coach, a dog coach, we'll have a dog team.
3: Thanks for the call, Rob. It's a little harsh, but thanks for the call. It was harsh. It was hard, man. Mm-hmm. He's fed up. 23 yeah, years of misery for that are, guy. He's yeah. fed up. pent up. Hands he's
6: sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think I think it's it, – But y'all keep showing up to the games. Y'all <laughs> yeah. keep tuning in. I mean, the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving had 35 million viewers, one of the highest-rated games in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know what it was. What was what were the, the numbers at the beginning of the game as far as attendance? Probably another 90-something thousand mm-hmm. people were there again. Mm-hmm. Merchandise is still going through the roof. They, 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 they did the – they did the Hudak, the the who that, I mean, the who? What is it? What's the Zeke shirt that they had? What did they have? The uh, Zeke who? The Zeke who? Yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars off t-shirts. Right, all the proceeds went to Salvation Army. Right, how? What they yeah. they gave him a check mm-hmm. last week for one hundred fifty thousand?
4: Mm-hmm. I think you can.
6: In one t-shirt.
4: I think as a fan, you can deal with a lot of stuff if you're winning, but things that bother you, you can overlook. But whenever you're struggling. Things that bother you start coming out, and you know, when when Des was here and you were losing, it was a problem because he was too passionate and too emotional. Now it's a problem. You don't have anybody like Des that's that's, you know, screaming and yelling on the sidelines. So I think it's just a byproduct of everybody's frustrated. The players are, you know, head coaches, head coaches, ownership, of his staff, fans. Yeah. Hell, we're frustrated. I mean, no, it, I'm not. I we're, am. It's hard to come in here after that.
3: <laughs> what the <laughs> It's. I mean, it's as as I'm a. I'm saying, we run off this four o, it'll be all right. You know, I mean, it's, right. it, it's fine, and I think this four o will make you all right.
4: Oh, here we go, here we go, Nate. What have they done to make you think that they're gonna win four games in a row? I, I'm all they
5: gotta win is two. One of them It's still gonna the come.
4: I've been saying it since week two. It's still gonna come down to the last game of the Beat season. The Eagles and
5: Redskins are fine.
3: Philadelphia has already packed it in.
5: No, they haven't played us yet. Again. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the Rams, all of a
6: sudden, their offense just came alive. Yeah. 400 <laughs> yards. 500. You better be. the, did, the did,
3: did they win? I'm telling
4: you what's going to happen. Did they win? They the, are Rams? Good.
3: the Rams won against who? Uh, I forgot who they beat. The Cardinals. The Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals, yeah the big.
4: Cowboys are going to beat Chicago. They're going to lose to the Rams, and then it's all going to come down to those last two games of the year. How about
5: them, Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah, nobody fair. deserves to win this division. I mean, they could – It's a bad. My thing is bad. I don't even
6: care. Like, let them win it. But what are we gonna do in the playoffs? Like, just getting into. That's not enough for me. Just getting into the playoffs is not enough. Getting into the playoffs with a mediocre record. Is well, not... you
5: know, there's the New York Giants. They, were kind of they had, had a and dominant they defense. Seven to seven. Show me. They had run. a
3: dominant
4: I defense. Hope. Show me. I don't want
3: to <laughs> go it to Mexico. 7-7, seven seven, right. then they went on a, a, a super great run.
4: We're going to go on a super great run to commercials, and we're going to come back and hang out with what the boys. Saying, man.
9: The Cowboys Way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation.
2: Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys' legend and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players and talk Xs and Os with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit cowboystravel.com.
10: Ready? Okay. good. Give me- Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? they all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you.
2: Back to Hanging with the Boys.
3: Out in the world
4: bad you know what your kids could appear in the next Super Bowl commercial the NFL is looking for the next generation of superstars to enter create a video that highlights your kids awesome football moves all videos must be entered by December 5th to enter and for more info visit nflnext next 100.com Dion your boy Dion is the spokesperson for that giveaway that they're doing yes sir
5: 40 to one. 40
4: Cowboys Bowl. are 40 to 1 odds according to.
6: Now, how does that work? I get $40
4: yeah. for every dollar I bet. Yeah, so if you bet 10 bucks, you win 400 if they win the Super Bowl. You bet 100, you win
6: 4,000.
5: Philly's 80 to 1. Jelly beans, guys. Who's,
6: who's Jelly beans?
5: Who's what'd you say 80 to 1? Who is Philly? Philly, Tennessee, Dallas, and Buffalo. Are so 40 if I drop a thousand.
4: thousand, you would win 40,000 if they won. I tell it right here, man. Let's
6: go, Cowboy. Let's go. go. I need a quick 40. Let's go. What's up, Nate? What's up? Let's go half. Let's go half. You know why? No, 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 no. You know why the buildings are so big in Vegas and
4: nice, right? Hold
6: on, Shannon. Hold
3: on, Shannon. That's against my (laughs) Christian beliefs. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But let me say this. (laughs) Let me say this. You don't want to go half with me? That's oh, the guy bought
6: run for you. No.
4: 40 to 1. For every every dollar, every jelly bean you wager, you win 40 jelly beans. Okay. So you wager 1,000 jelly beans, you would win 40 no, of no, those 1,000 jelly beans, which would be
3: 40,000.
4: I
5: shouldn't beans. doubt you. I apologize. Not you know his mind worked with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like
3: sugar. I'm trying to get 40,000 jelly beans, Nate. Uh, you go going to get it, man, because the star will prevail, baby. I need 40,000. Right now, the odds
4: are but Baltimore. At three to one, New England and New Orleans both four to one. KC and San Fran at eight to one. Seattle ten to one. Minnesota fourteen to one. Green Bay sixteen to one. And Houston twenty to one. Dallas and Buffalo are at forty to one. Speaking of, that's going to be a hell of a game tonight, man. Seattle, Minnesota.
5: Yeah, be a good. <sighs> one. Those
4: are two of Nate's pet cats. Two pet c- pet coaches. Who hey you
5: rooting for over there?
4: I'm going for my
3: boy, Pete
4: Carroll. Are it's December. Going with,
3: going with Seattle? He's one of the better coaches in December. Where's that game at? Do y'all know in Seattle, it's baby. in Seattle. Ooh, that's going to be yeah. good. I gotta, I'm, I'm going to have to watch that. I wonder where they put any the pressure on Kurt. Is that his name? The quarterback?
4: Kurt
5: Cousins? Or? Yeah. I wonder where they put it in pressure.
4: They're going to rush three and sit back. <laughs> <laughs> let, the game, let the game
3: come to them. I bet you At they want to estimate Dalvin Cook. At I promise home. you. Dalvin is it. What is it, Jesse? How you pronounce it? Dalvin. Dalvin That's your Cook. Guy. That's your boy. They want to estimate Mr. Florida State. Jesse, you mm. brought up the word panic
4: earlier when it came to the Buffalo game. What did you mean by they panicked?
3: I, I should
6: say they, they begin to press. Dak was the—I think he was the one, and they followed his lead. Everyone began to press. Like, his yes, throws was—he was rushing his throws. Like, they were trying to find the 14-point touchdown, mm-hmm. right? It was like, this next play, we'll get it right back. And it, it was just—everyone was pressing. Everyone was—instead of just going ahead and—the play calling was pressing, the quarterback was pressing, receivers were pressing. Everyone was just pressing, trying to to make that next play— like that play was going to be enough points to get them back in the game. Yeah. Instead of just playing your game and working yourself back into it, it just seems like it was a press. Everything was a press. Everything was like, you know, let's go, let's go, come mm-hmm. on, come And, and it just – they looked out of sorts.
4: I feel – and I don't have any numbers to back this up, but there's been a couple of games this year. I think the Jets were, were one. This one was one. I feel like there's another game that – I feel like they're getting offensively out of their game plan too quick, and they're like you said, they're pressing. They're they feel like they're out of it too early, and now I got to make it all back up before the third quarter. When right. you don't just stick with grinding it out on the running game, short dink and dunk passes. You're trying to get too and then much. Hit
3: them over the top. I mean, do
4: y'all feel that way through some of these games this yeah. season? That it's just you're trying to do too much too fast instead of just. Because I always feel like this team's always just grinded it out, almost to a fault. We're going to run the ball, we're down three touchdowns, we're going to keep running.'re now I feel like they've almost gone the other
3: way with it sometimes. I, I just I can't put my finger on it, and like I can say now I threw numbers out there what I think at the end of the day, when I look up at guys' touches, you know I threw that out there, but you know, first time play caller. With a team that's supposed to be "quote unquote" Super Bowl ready, isn't that asking for a lot? And this ain't a veteran play caller. Now, if they would have brought in Norv Turner or somebody like that, I'd have been like, "Yeah, really." But they brought in a kid that, yeah. But Jerry knew that in the spring when they hired him. Yeah, he, he
6: his exact words were, "We're not hiring for him experience. for his experience." Mm-hmm. So you, you, that's that's the that's the man. He said that.
3: I agree. So what do you? What did you expect? Like, uh, maybe he expected that the players would be supreme. The players would play supremely, but they haven't. So guess what? You do need a guy. I ain't talking about a guy like the one that just left here before him, That just dead stale. But you do need a guy that, you know, because Kellum, I think, next year, which this year will be gone and wasted if it don't change dramatically. Now, next year, we're like, oh, man, yeah, okay. Hey, wow, nice. You, you know what I'm saying?
5: Thought the players could make up for yeah. his mistakes.
3: Like, like, like the 49ers did with Jimmy G the, the first eight or nine games. They, they were winning games, and Coach Shanahan was coaching and getting past his quarterback. Now his quarterback's starting to click with Sanders. He's starting to click, man. So it, it happens. But we we never had nothing on this team that, that – out of the three phases of the game, we never had nothing that was dominant.
4: What's the one the one thing this team has always this team has always been? They've always been in games late in the game, three points within a touchdown. They've always had a chance to either win or lose the game at the end of the game. This year is not like that. This year you're losing, like you're getting beat, and and fans used to get aggravated because you know they used to blame coaching because. You would only lose by one point, or you would only lose by three. This year, you're when you're getting beat, you're getting beat. Is there a is there a difference this year? Is it just because you've always been competitive? You've always been in every but you game never had a until this year.
3: But you never had a finisher. You never had a finisher, and now the finishers are way now. And one thing I always took into account, Jesse, and you brothers in here, is. I always took strength of schedule. But for some reason this year, I'm like, even though we got a first-place schedule and we're going to be playing some pretty good teams, uh, we should have it. But that's when I thought that Amari would be that finisher. I thought Dak would be a little bit better and helping Amara be that finisher and that Zeke would be a finisher. And I always counted somehow, way that this offensive line would play great. You know, and because... Uh, you know, I can admit when I'm wrong, 30 points may not even be enough. <laughs> 30, I'm serious, 30 mm-hmm. points. But just say 30 points, remember you said that? Mm-hmm. 30 points may not even be enough because teams do not fear us at all. You got to have some amount of fear. If you watched the game last night, what you call it took a deep breath. Texas say, finally we won. And, the, and what you was beating them. <laughs> We <laughs> almost beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Texas took a deep breath between the f- five minutes left and 50 seconds left in the game. And they said, Okay, we won. And all of a sudden, the game game was in how many points? Within six, seven points. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, But we don't have those guys. For whatever reason, whatever reason you want to think of as a fan or, or a member of this team, we don't have those guys. Those never say. Guys that can finish games—if they get within striking distance, they've come close. I mean, they've the had
5: these late rallies that don't, don't amount to anything. You know, um, the Jets, the Vikings. I hate Vikings, to sound like, hate to it, like Jesse, like you said, they just didn't finish. Please don't. Like we only need
4: one of them on the Do show. Do you
3: know how much it takes to come back to a amount of energy, <laughs> emotional energy?
6: <laughs> well, and that's kind of a point I wanted to make, guys. Is the fact that. Is it really the lack of finishing or is it the lack of starting? I know this game is a little bit of an outlier with the early score and the drive down the field to open things out, but it's either you pick one or the other. You either start fast or you finish fast, and sometimes most of the time that's going to
3: hurt you. Caden, your voice has changed. (laughs) No, you start fast and you finish strong. That's what... That's San what Francisco she likes? does. <laughs> That's what Baltimore does. That's what. <laughs> it's uh, not what Seattle Dallas has, has, done, has been done. Been doing for years.
5: What, what changed against the Bills because they got off to such a good start, and then did they couldn't adjust when the Bills adjusted?
3: Man, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. You want to know what physical mean? You want to know what I'm tougher than you mean? Watch that game. They were just meaner. Tougher and physical. If you watch some of the Bills
6: highlights like at the end of the game from one of their websites there's players on the sideline saying they ain't built like us.
5: Oh really? Yeah.
6: Shaq Lawson and the guy, they ain't built like us. They ain't built like us.
5: Hmm. And
6: that's just basically me. They ain't as tough as us. Like we, we, coming, we coming at you with some, with some ish. As I kept saying they ain't built like us. They had a different level of physicalness, aggressiveness,
3: and they just wasn't built like that. Don't they have a young team?
6: I'm yeah. I'm not sure.
3: They have a young team. Yes, they do. They have a young team. Now, the dude who takes it up for them is the running back. Frank Gore. Frank Gore makes it go up four grades, you know, four <laughs> age levels because he's 80 years old. <laughs> But they have a young team. Shaq Lawson's a second-year player. Ed Oliver is a first-year player. Allen uh, yeah, two years. You year. know, Kobe yeah. is one of the oldest guys on the team. What I'm trying to say is they coach has took a hold of their team. Sean McDermott is his name. Mm-hmm. Has took a hold of their team. I remember when they called a time out. When they called the time right before the half of coming out of the, into the third quarter, they called the untimely timeout and they showed the camera on this dude. You, it's like whoa.
4: I tell you, if y'all didn't, if you couldn't tell on TV, every one of their running backs and receivers is all my size. Those dudes are like five seven, but they five, rock.
3: Six and they rock. And they rock. You see how they rock. If you'd have been in their locker room, you'd probably have seen some mini rocks walking around. <laughs> you know <what> I'm, <laughs> I'm serious, man. Jesse, I thought I was the only one who noticed that. Them guys literally on the sidelines, like, they ain't built like us. Them mm-hmm. dudes, like, they ain't tougher than us. And when that quarterback picked that ball up off that ground, we couldn't, smack,
6: we couldn't even smack the ball out of his hand. I was that's man, the, Jones
3: pr- went to try to snatch the ball me. out of his hand. He almost threw Jones across the field. I said, like, wow. He was he
6: put the ball out there, leaned over, and they were trying to smack it. I said, That grip on that Doker <laughs> hand. That, that impressed me more than the play. I said he held on to the ball and Jalen was trying to smack it out of his hand. I said, Joker man. Oh, yeah. fellas, we yeah. gotta go. Look at
3: look at watch, watch this. There it is, right Watch there. It. Watch this. Look. I'm like, uh-uh. Look, he almost, Get off threw, he almost threw 31 across the – yeah, Look, see, look at that. Bad. Look at that. That's why, why he ran, man. man. Watch he right here. Took it
4: that from – That was a smart play, man. Just a heads-up play. Ooh, look. Byron said, I got it. He said, nope. i You
3: telling not. That's what got, got me just I out of all of that. I'm like, he almost threw Byron a 220-pound man.
4: suplexed, Belly-to-back suplex.
3: Remember that? You got Wow. All right, tomorrow,
4: Cowboys, Bears, then we go on the road Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll be back Friday. On the road again.
3: Kurt, thanks for being here, man. i tell you what, man. Before we go out there, let me say this, man. Say something. Let me say this right here, man. Say it. When the Cowboys... Run off these four games. I'm looking at each one of y'all in the eye. Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Don't look at I'm looking at you in you hit side hey, of your look side look of you. your long. Nate, half. if you really
4: believe that, look me in the eye when you say that. I, I am the captain we now. If off. you really believe we we that, we run
3: off four games straight. <laughs> what? Captain America. Do you come gonna back shave to your life? head? Captain America, be back to life. Kurt,
4: would you shave your head if they run football? For oh, off I shave my, like, I shave nah, everything man. off. Kurt's like, hell no, you know I like to grow this. Hold now, <laughs>
3: we gonna hold Kurt down. If they run football, we holding Kurt down. To Jesse,
4: good seeing you, man. See you tomorrow,
3: Nate. Thanks what? for bringing it, Kyle. What, man, they don't even believe me. Good having, good having yeah, you back, y'all, Why man? y'all don't believe me when I'm telling y'all it's gonna be four? Caden, four, okay. I'm so glad you don't even know the so. show this week. <laughs> We column glit, you gonna change our look. Four in a row. All right, here we go. Tomorrow, hanging with the boys. This has been a production of
0: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about you, Cowboys?